This is By Gods and Kings, Beyond the Veil. So in today's episode of Beyond the Veil, we're going to talk about who exactly are the gods. More specifically, we're going to talk about where they came from and why they built Dunai. And then we're going to talk about why they set up the orders that they did and how they tried to set up a realm for success but it ultimately led into war. So the best place to start is to talk about where these celestial beings or gods came from. They are originally from the realm of Tangregia, which was a realm that would farm and harvest essence from sub-realms that they would create in order to sustain their lives. Now, all of these celestial beings, these gods included, ate the essence or the souls of the once living for their sustenance. Sounds kind of brutal, and it is, but the purpose of every living being was to provide for that god or that celestial being. So in Tangregia, they would create these sub-realms to farm the souls up to them so that they would eat. So the gods of Dunai, the 11 celestial beings that created the realm, were criminals, castoffs, and exiles. They all committed various crimes and they were all sent away. Another thing they had in common is all 11 of these individuals knew how to create a realm, or at least they knew part of the process, which is something that Darilius, the god of intellect, and the brother of Darian and Malarus used to help fortify the plan. While Darilius didn't know exactly how to do some of the functions and some of the parts of the process, he knew what the roadmap was. He knew what had to be completed in order to get a realm started. So while these exiles were wandering through the void, Darian, Malarus, and Darilius were wandering together as they were cast out at the same time. While they're there, Darilius has the idea, why don't we take some essence from one of these random void springs that we come across and turn it into our own realm? But in order to do that, we will need eight other people with the knowledge to create this. So they come together, they agree. Malarus and Darien have their own ulterior motives, which we've seen in By Gods and Kings already. Every god has their own ulterior motives. That's nothing different. It started really early. So while they were wandering through the void looking for help, they would essentially grow their ranks. Uh, they would find Dahar who would become the goddess of life. They would find Phalaris, who would become the god of flora. They would find Xylene, who would become the god of the seas. They'd find Taldus, who would become the god of the atmosphere. Nerilil, the goddess of illumination. Sierra, the goddess of shadows. Valkus, who would end up being the forge master, or the, the god of earth and fire. And then Vesia, the goddess of law, arguably the most important one of them all. And once all of the pieces were in place, they found a void spring, which is an essence in the void that was just there. Um, just a random spot where essence was there for the, those who wandered in the void would go there to live. It was sparse, but it was sustenance and it would allow them to survive and give them some sustainability. Well, they were found a void spring and they were able to turn what little essence there into Dunai. And then once it was created, Dahar and Phalaris were able to create the life from that little bit of essence that would allow it to grow and create more essence and have it grow exponentially. Whereas um, Darian and, and Malarus 
harnessed the initial essence to create the realm, whereas Valkus made the physical plane out of that. Tau just made the atmosphere to protect it. Xylene had the water to help sustain it. Nerilil and Saeria both provided the illumination and the shadows to protect it. And Vesey ended up creating the laws. Everybody played a part in this, but one of the things that has to be noted is that when you're dealing with people who were never benevolent to begin with and who always had their own motives and their own plans, there was bound to be strife. One of the other authors notes that right after the creation is when Dunai was saved, but at the same time cursed. It was saved because when the 11 gods came together, every one of them voted for themselves to be the head god, the god who would essentially control everything. While each god would have their own followers and have their own role to play, they knew one god had to be on top of the others to at least have the hierarchy, where it would be a step up almost. Well, every god voted for themselves. Darian voted for himself, Malus the same, all the way up to Darius, who went last. The ten gods before him all voted for themselves. Well, Darius, in a stroke of genius, and what one of the other authors says is what saved Dunai, but also sent it for strife, Darius voted for Vesia, the goddess of law, to ultimately be that head, that head deity, that head god. Vesia would control the rules while also you know, maintaining order and keeping it to where the, the souls would flow. Because that's ultimately what mattered in the end. Vesia's job originally was to make sure the souls flowed to their respective homes. Well, now she would make sure, not only would she make sure each and every bit of essence and soul would make it to that god, she could also control and regiment how much that god actually got. So now there was punishment. There was a there was a reason for the gods to potentially get along with one another because somebody was there to slap them with a ruler if they misbehave. They could be sent to bed without supper, which is something that they did not want. Dunai was created for them to be fed, not to go hungry. However... Because the personalities of each of the gods, for the most part, was mischievous and rebellious, they would all try and find ways to subvert Vesia, to go around her, to avoid her. Um, it wasn't until she created Evelus, the god touched, that she was able to finally wrest control and get a bit of a semblance of power. But that's a story for another day. In the beginning, man was weak. They were... Essentially, they would worship, but they were all looked on as food. They were looked on as sustenance. They weren't looked on as a pivotal role, but that would ultimately change, especially as Dunai progressed for the thousands of years up until the first War of the Gods when Vesia ruled that each god's realm must be separate from Dunai. Originally, each god had their own spot inside Dunai where their realm existed. Well, the conclusion of the first war of the gods when all of the battles were just taking place and they were bloody Vesia ruled no you're going to have your realm separate just as my realm is separate and so all of our realms are going to surround Dunai and connect to Dunai this made it to where she could rule a lot easier but it would also set up the next phase of the war of the gods the gods could still come on to Dunai they could still be on Dunai they could still walk to the surface they just could not have their realm there the souls of those who would perish and ultimately become food or serve another purpose 
were now sent away from Dunai, where before they were just sent to that little spot of Dunai. And what was happening was some of the gods were using that essence to create beings or power. Darien, for example, was creating the seraphim, uh, warriors out of essence, who had the power to conjure lightning and cast very powerful spells to harm his enemies. Well, now those seraphim, while they could come on to Dunai, they could not start there. And there were some rules and whatnot in place of how long they could be on Dunai, how they could get to Dunai, etc. Vesia was always having to work ahead because each of the gods were coming up with ways to subvert her and she was having to react. She was having to think of plans to beat them before they would think of it. But ultimately, it, it wouldn't work because they would just come up with something else. So in conclusion and to wrap up this short Beyond the Veil, um, the gods are celestial beings and the gods are also bastards. They're the reasons that Dunai is in a constant state of flux. They're the reason why there's constant strife in Dunai. Their followers, their god touched, their priests, their high priests, etc., are the reason why Dunai is constantly battling, and it's why how we are still going through some tough times. At the time of this release, we are two chapters away from the conclusion of Nathair Ascension. And as you've seen so far, you've seen the God Touched at work, especially in Chapter 4 with Ebelus, Javania, and even a mention of Judica. So they are at play a lot. And you're going to see that even more in the next book that's going to come out in two to three weeks. Uh, Whisperleaf will be coming out, and it's about a God-touched servant of Phalaris, the god of Flora, and how she has to handle an incoming invasion in Telerifel and what she has to do and the sacrifices she has to make to save the village and its children. You're going to see how strong God-touched really are and how they are the crux of, of the power that the gods have on Dunai. Following Whisperleaf, you'll see the next work we have coming out probably in July, Shadow's Bastion, which takes place in Sunshire, and it's about the stockade. So in Chapter 3 of Nathair Ascension, you saw where he went into Sunshire to look at the stockade, and he saw Vanthius and Warnier discussing amongst themselves, well, here's a book about them. And what's going on at that junction. So all that being said, there's a lot of stuff coming coming out down the pipe. We're going to have a few more of these Beyond the Veils within the next few weeks. I'm going to try to have at least a couple a month um, just to kind of give you guys some context. But as always, you can follow us at Twitter at, at By Gods and Kings. You can like us on Facebook, also at By Gods and Kings. Uh, you can follow me personally at Scrib Crib Chris on Twitter. And um, we'll have a lot more of these to go. And I look forward to you guys enjoying future works. You'll have a great afternoon.